through the ages, through the Ozarks of Arkansas running free, through the limestone carving out of home long before you and me. Arkansas's Buffalo River runs for 153 miles, mostly west to east, through the Boston Range and Springville Plateau of the Ozarks. 135 miles of it are managed by the National Park Service. It's called the Buffalo National River, and that began 50 years ago. Starting with this segment, Ozark Highlands Radio will be celebrating that anniversary in the weeks to come. Think of that image of the river cutting through the limestone, carving out a home. Folks canoeing down the buffalo or swimming or fishing or camping along its shoals and beneath its bluffs love that stream of water. But how did that come to be? Ashley Rodman is a Buffalo National River biological sciences technician. She broke down the basics of how the Ozarks and her rivers and creeks were made, starting with the rocky skeletons of it all. A lot of our rocks in the Ozarks, specifically the buffalo, were formed from creatures. And so shells and skeletons, and they're actually of what geologists think are marine animals um, and marine algae formed limestone. Yeah, so we have other types of rock other than limestone that aren't as easily erodible, such as chert. And that also came from microscopic organisms, but it's different types of organisms. Marine animals? Yes. The area we now think of as the Ozark Mountains was once the floor of a shallow sea. That sea, Ashley explains, covered part of an ancient tectonic plate that lay south of the equator before drifting toward its present-day location and into a collision that created the Ozark landscape, one that geologists see a little differently than the rest of us do. The Ozarks are not actually mountains. They were formed as a result of mountain building, but they are not actually mountains. And so they're actually land that has been uplifted and also tilted in several places. And erosion over time from mainly rivers and different streams, and there are other processes uh, that we can talk about, have created these valleys, these deep, deep valleys. Ashley goes on to compare the effect of all this on what a visitor along the river is seeing to standing at the bottom of Arizona's Grand Canyon and looking up the canyon walls. But then she readily acknowledges that along with the rest of us, she can look at it the way Kevin Middleton, a park ranger and interpreter, does, even though he understands the science. When you crawl and climb and walk up and down the, the hills and the valleys, they seem like mountains to me. <laughs> Looking deeper into those limestone, sandstone, chert, and shale bones, Ashley explains how the character of the rocks affects the stream itself, creating something called karst topography, permeable surfaces that profoundly affect water quality and create features that we associate with the Buffalo National River. Rain, believe it or not, actually absorbs carbon dioxide from the air and soil 
and it forms something known as carbonic acid. So it's just slightly acidic. And that carbonic acid actually moves along and throughout the rock. And different types of rock, which we talked about, are more or less erodible. They're harder or softer. Think of it that way. And some of those rocks will dissolve. And over time, you can have uh, different types of karst features, such as caves formed. And caves are often found in limestone, which is the shells and skeletons of marine animals and marine algae. The river, with the rain that falls and with all the creeks and streams that feed into it, doesn't just move over its rock and gravel bed. It flows through like veins under our own skin. A visitor in a canoe or walking along a trail is moving through a great living organism that some of us never imagined. Much of Ashley Rodman's time is spent monitoring the quality of the lifeblood of that organism, the water of the Buffalo National River. One thing that relates to water quality and that complicates understanding water quality in the park is we have what are called sinking or losing streams, and sometimes we have gaining streams. So a sinking or losing stream will actually be a stream that loses water as it flows along. And that's not just through, eva that's not through evaporation that I'm talking about. I'm actually talking about water will be lost from a stream on the surface when it meets carbonate rock that has been eroded away. And so it goes underground somewhere and it may come up in that same stream or it may go somewhere else to a different spring or it may stay underground for a longer time. We also have gaining streams and that's the opposite. So water comes up into a stream and there's an additional amount of water than there was before. You can only imagine that this could complicate water quality and when you're talking about pollutants and how they may travel in our streams and rivers in the Ozarks. The water quality program in the park was put into place about 30 years ago. Today's full-time staff of only two is supplemented by others, including interns and volunteers. They continually monitor all along its reach and also conduct special studies as needed, focusing on specific sections and specific issues. Uh, we primarily focus on tracking trends through time, and that is dealing with mainly bacteria, turbidity, nutrients, uh, and some other properties of water. One of the main goals of the water quality program is to assist with protecting public health. And we have lots of visitors that come to the Buffalo River, and we do our best to try to understand uh, the potential, if there are any potential safety concerns as far as water quality. And one of the ways that we primarily do that is through monitoring E. coli bacteria in the buffalo. Uh, the EPA, so the Environmental Protection Agency, has developed standards for recreational or surface waters uh, for E. coli. And so we look at the bacteria present in the water and kind of compare it to those standards to see is it within range or is it if it if it was really high in a certain area what can we do to mitigate risk to the public in segments to come about the 50th anniversary of the park known as the buffalo national river 
We'll hear more from Ashley Rodman and her colleagues on staff, as well as from others who know and care about this Arkansas Ozark treasure. All of them are dedicated to nurturing it as a place where generations to come will want to visit. The Buffalo, the Buffalo Flowing through the shoals and bluffs of heaven, heaven knows In a hundred years or more Will someone speak along her shore And rise to rise Dream once more down the buffalo. 